intro. BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services. Here we discuss all things fitness, running, rucking, endurance, obstacle course racing, and more. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here, and on this episode I have with me Ashley Snitzer. Ashley, uh, introduce yourself and kind of let everyone know who you are. I am Ashley Snitzer. I am an OCR, trail, and USA track and field athlete. I've been competing for about four years now, and I recently got invited to the 2020 Olympics. Nice. That, that, that is amazing. Yeah, it was uh, pretty exciting when I received the invitation. I was like, overwhelmed. I had to double check, you know, with uh, with the members of the Olympic Committee to make sure, you know, it wasn't a mistake. And it was just like, wow, you know, all my hard work has, you know, paid off. It's been for something. That's awesome. I mean, that, that is amazing. Um, if you don't mind me asking, in, in what sport? Uh, track and field. Okay. Okay. I kind of figured, but I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to assume that it was track and field. You know, everyone has different interests. So what? I actually get that question a lot. Like whenever someone finds out that I got invited, they're like, oh, what have been? And like, they're like, I know you run, but, you know, do you do anything else? And I'm like, no, I just run. <laughs> I'm I'm not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well and that's just it because i mean it's one of those things it's like you know with my luck it'd be one of those things i'll be like oh you're in it for running and you'd be like oh no it's skiing and i'm like oh oops you know <laughs> i wish i mean I, I wish i were great at multiple sports that would be cool yeah i mean but hey you know being good at one is, is amazing so what what brought that about what what made you you know, decide that you wanted to, to push yourself to a point that you could be invited to the Olympic trials? Well, after qualifying for the Spartan World Championship, I wanted a new goal because I, that was my main goal when I first started OCR and competing. And so after I qualified for OCR World Championship, I was like, okay, where do I go from here? You know, my goal wasn't to win the world championship. My goal wasn't to be top 10. My goal was to literally disqualify and know yeah. that, you know, I could be good enough to go compete with the best of the best females in the OCR world. And so to me, I achieved my goal. And so once I yeah. did that, I decided, you know, I, w I love running. I need to start looking for a new goal. And so I decided to take a break from OCR and focus on running because to me, you know, I was, I was good at the obstacles, but running was my real weak area and I wanted to improve. So mm -hmm. I started doing more local races. I got into trail, trail races and road races. And, you know, it was at first, it was, I just incorporated them as part of my training. I would, you know, find a local race somewhere, you know, in my hometown or nearby and I would race, you know, one or two times a week and just, just for fun, you know, to keep me on my toes. But then I started actually, you know, getting really good at it. I would never, um, trying to think of how to say this. I would always be top five, no matter, you know, what race I did. And I was like, okay, this is something like I'm actually good at. I 
want to try to podium every single race. So that became my new goal. My new goal was to podium every race that I did. And so I signed up for every race I could find in, you know, the Tucson area where I'm from. And I was doing like back to back races every weekend before all this lockdown stuff started. And from January up until like almost mid March, I had races every weekend and every single race I took first or second place. And so I was like, all right, what, what can I do now? What can I do now that I am, you know, this, great runner i'm you know fine-tuning my weaknesses like what is my my ultimate goal like what is what is the top tier in running and i was thinking the olympics you know that's that's as good as it gets like there's nothing above the olympics in my eyes and so i joined usa track and field i became a member with them i got familiar with their athletes with their coaches with the Olympic committee, I was, you know, talking to them, emailing them for tips. And so I did this race in, um, San Diego and I had no idea that this was a USATF sanctioned event. And so when I did this race, I got an email about a month after doing the race saying that due to my performance in the race, they wanted to invite me to, the Olympic trials. So I was wow. pretty excited. Wow. That, that, that is amazing. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, that's something I, I wish, I mean, for me, I'm one of those people I know, I mean, for my age and what I've done to my body over the last, you know, 40 something years, it's something I, I don't think that's a goal that's completely attainable for me, but it's amazing to see someone put such a, you know, what most people would consider a very lofty goal out there and to do it. I mean, you know, you, you put that goal out there and you've done it. And I mean, that's amazing. So I, I mean, my hat's off to you. Thanks. I, I just, I needed something to focus on something, something I was already passionate about. And I, I mean, my, my main reason for doing all this has always been my son. You know, I wanted to be a role model for him. I wanted him to see, you know, that no matter how hard or unrealistic your goals may seem, if you put the work in, it's absolutely possible. It doesn't matter, you know, how, how old you are, you know, I mean, I didn't, I was never a runner growing up. I didn't start. I'm I'm going to be 33 this year. I started running like a year after I had my son. And so I, I just wanted to prove, I wanted to prove to myself and um, just continue to be this role model for my son and show him, you know, even if you're in your thirties or forties, whatever, you can still achieve these massive goals that seem, you know, crazy and out of this world. It's not, you know, a lost cause because you didn't, you know, run track in college or, you know, you didn't start when you were in your teens or twenties. Like you can still get there. Like it's there's always a chance to change your dream. You know, there's always yes. a chance yes. to go a different direction than you had originally originally planned. Oh, yeah. No, and I agree with that completely. I mean, it's one of those things for me. I mean, I'm a guy that, you know, 
when I was 40, suddenly decided I didn't want to be in management anymore and completely shifted my career goal to safety, you know, and it's, you can change at any age. It's just, you know, for me also, it's, you know, at the beginning of this year, I, I was five foot seven and 285 pounds, you know, and now I'm, I, I just weighed in Sunday. I'm at 245. So I'm, you know, working to try and get rid of a, a lot of weight to, to be able to just even run again. And that's been one of my problems is right now. I mean, I can't do much more than a job without, you know, pain and, and out of breath, but you know, I can do a lot faster than I could, you know, four months ago. So I agree. It's like, you know, you push yourself and you, you, you do it correctly and work at it and you can achieve anything. So exactly. Yeah. You just, you got to focus on the little goals along the way. You know, you, you yes. can't just, you can't get disappointed if, you know, you're, you're not where you want to be and it's taking longer than expected. Like if you, as long as you set little goals towards your main big goal, like that definitely helps, you know, with the motivation. That's what helped keep me going. Like these, like I said before, these little weekend races, would yep. you know help keep me motivated and feel like I'm on the right track because you know I'm competing against you know the best women in my area and you know if I can podium at this level then I can train and fine tune my weaknesses to where I can podium at the next level so it's like you just you have to go through these stages yep oh no and I agree completely and that's kind of it you know been the big thing. And I think where I've had problems in the past where it's like, okay, my goal is to get down to 200 pounds. It's like, okay, cool. But I need to set goals in the middle. You know, it's like, and also look at things where a lot of times, you know, it's been four months and I'm down, you know, close to 40 pounds, but it's like along that way, I've set goals, you know, okay, by the end of this, this month, I want to be here. You know, my main goal is way out here here but at the end of this month but if i don't hit that i still look at it and go okay i missed my goal but i'm still better than i was a week you know a month ago so i have improved and i just need to keep improving and that's kind of where i think a lot of people they miss that first little goal and they're like nope i'm done i failed and it's like no you still improved (laughs) you you still improved you just you missed your goal but you you know you improved so you just gotta you know you need to work a little bit harder or find a new way to do it or sometimes it's not even hard to work it's just finding a different way to work you know working smarter yeah exactly yeah which is awesome i mean yeah it's it's one of those things i know i know it's got to be it's got to be somewhat tough though is you know you got into those which i mean it's amazing you got in olympic trials but now everything's kind of on hold you know while we're we're going through the (laughs) this ordeal that that is the frustrating part i mean at first when, you know, all this stuff happened and, you know, the lockdown started and everything, I, you know, just like everyone else, didn't know how long it was going to last. I didn't know, yep. you know, what was going to be canceled or changed. And, you know, at first, I I still had races, you know, my races that were, you know, months and months out were still on. But I'm at the point now where, you know, races all the way up until like September, October getting canceled. And so I'm, (laughs) it's hard because, you know, like I said, those were my little sources of motivation and, you know, part of my training. So I had to 
try to deal with that physically, mentally, and find something to replace that with. So yes, um, with gyms being closed, I had to actually build a gym in my house. Um, so I, you know, I got all the equipment I needed before, you know, all the stores started selling out and people began hoarding stuff. I was able to get, you know, what I needed for my home gym. And that way I could at least train, even though I didn't have, you know, these actual races and physical people to compete against. So every, every weekend, what I do now is I, I set up like a mock race, even though there's no one to actually compete against. You know, I, I set a distance goal, I set a time goal, and um, that, that's been my go-to just to help keep me somewhat, you know, motivated until things start going back to normal. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's been the fun part, you know, for, for me is I've been doing kind of trying to do the same thing and set things up. I, I got lucky where I had a bunch of stuff already kind of that I had, but I wasn't using that much because I, you know, I had a gym membership and then all of a sudden, you know, it's okay, let's reorganize the gym. And, you know, yeah. make it so this is all usable. I had a couple friends that had stuff they were just getting rid of. And I'm like, how much do you want for it? They're like, if you'll take it, you know, we'll drop it off. I'm like, cool, here's my address. Bring it on over. You know, so I got nice. lucky with, with that. Um, and then I also have a park right next to my house where they closed the park, but they never closed the trail. Yeah. the trail was never closed. So, and there's a trail that I pretty much figured out is a perfect three mile loop from my house through the trail and then back to my house. So I figured that out. And so like earlier today, Don came over and me and him, you know, for our lunch break, we went for a three mile, you know, just, you know, walk basically, you know, just to get moving and keep ourselves moving. So, I mean, we found ways and that's kind of the hard part with all of this was, finding ways to continue. I'd started my weight loss journey right before this ended. And I'm like, here's my excuse not to do it, not to do the weight loss. And I'm like, but I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to, this is the one year, this is the year I'm not taking the excuse, even though they just handed me the best one you could ever have. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is, this is, I'm doing it. Yeah. That's awesome that you're, you're finding ways to, stay motivated and stay on track with your goals. Like despite everything going on around us, you know, you, you got to do what you can with what you have. So it's awesome. And that's what I think is going to, I think for a lot of people, I hope comes out of this is finding new ways to do stuff like that stuff to like, okay, how do I continue my journey? It's going to, you know, finding new ways to get around the obstacles. This is just a giant obstacle thrown in our path, you know, What's yeah. the, the OCR model, uh, you know, idea, find a way around the, uh, you know, up and over the obstacle and keep going. And that's kind of what we've tried to, you know, you've done very well, you know, finding ways to, to, you know, keep yourself motivated and going for it. And, you know, I've seen a lot of other people who have too, but at the same time, I don't want to, I'm not shaming anyone who hasn't done anything because we all get through things our own ways. This is my, my mental health way of keeping me going was the working out. So, you know, it really helped my mental health. I know some people are going through this whole event differently than I am. And, you know, just because I did it one way doesn't mean they're wrong. So. (laughs) True. Very true. Yeah. I've been, I've been having to uh, incorporate my son into my workouts because, you know, I have 
I'm a single mom. I have a three-year-old full time. And so, you know, I used to be able to go to the gym. You know, I would take him, drop him off at, you know, the gym childcare. And so I could get my workout in. But now, you know, having to, to train at home, it's been interesting because, you know, I'm doing my run on the treadmill or, you know, lifting weights, whatever. And my my three-year-old, you know, he's just this ball of energy that literally wants to run circles around me while I'm trying to exercise and so you know I'll, I'll try to do something that he can join in on or you know I'll have like I got like little dumbbells for him so that he can you know mirror me and be a part of what I'm doing it's it's really been fun it's definitely a way to connect with my son in a way that I you know never expected which is awesome like I said that's like one of those obstacles where they threw some you know an obstacle said hey now you got to try and figure out how to do this with a three-year-old and you're like okay well let's find a way to do it with this three-year-old and you know it's something that you know he may not remember when he gets older but I mean you are also you know you're instilling good values in him of working out and staying healthy and all that and you know and that's awesome so yeah you know building a next generation of an Olympian oh yeah he, he's definitely active. I, I have a feeling he is going to be in at least some kind of sport, even if it's not running for sure. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, it's awesome to keep kids active. And I think that's a lot of times some of the problems that we have now nowadays is there's not enough active activity going on for, yeah. for some kids and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's good to, to instill that into them early. So that's awesome. It's awesome. Cause I know, I know that feeling cause I did, for the last two years, you know, unless they open things up, this will be the first year and I think actually three years that my son has not got a trifecta. So he's done the Spartan trifecta. He's 18, just turned 18. And for the last three years, he's done at least a trifecta. So, which That's is awesome. amazing because he's yeah. not an athletic kid, <laughs> but you know, he wanted to do it with me and he, he loves it. So yeah. That's a, you know, that's a pretty big accomplishment for, you know, someone under 18. That's, that's awesome yeah. that he's you know, been able to do that every year. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, stuff opens up at some point to where we can, you know, race again this year. But I, that, that is super, super up in the air. It is. And I mean, I do see that, you know, Spartan is doing the, the, the Jacksonville race. Um, and there's a lot of controversy around that, that where people where people are, you know, saying it's too early and everything else. And I've tried to stay out of the argument because sometimes people get all weird when you, you voice your opinion on it, but you know, honestly, no one's making them participate. If people want to go, they sign the waiver, let them go for it. But you know, it's just kind of one of those that, and there is, there's so many different, you know, different news stories and say different things. So I'm hoping that, you know, eventually we do get to get back to racing. I mean, the next one I'm signed up with for that isn't canceled at this point is August. So we'll see what happens. So, and one of those is Hawaii. um, Did you say one is in Hawaii? Yeah. It's the trifecta weekend in Hawaii. Oh, that would be so cool. If that still happens. I I hope so. I have a race. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, okay. this is supposed no. to be my my 18-year-old's birthday, or his uh, graduation present, was to go to Hawaii and do the Spartan Race. So that's why I'm kind of oh, hoping, you know. Awesome. Yeah. So, and it'll actually be my fifth year going. <laughs> so, well, hopefully, I love yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm hoping. But, I mean, if it doesn't, I get it, but I'm really hoping. So, so what were you saying? Your next race is? 
Oh, so I was saying I I have a race that's in Hawaii, but I it hasn't been officially canceled, so I don't know if it's still going to happen. I think it's not until December, though. And it's in Hawaii. It is the um, Xterra World Championship. So I'm hoping oh, nice. that I can still compete in that one since it's so far out. But then again, I've had yeah. races up until, like, I want to say mid-September canceled. So who knows? Yeah, some are getting very, you know, canceling, you know, now just because it's, you know, I think a lot of it comes into no cost. It's one of those yeah. they have to order the shirts or the medals, everything else. And they're like, if we order these and then we have to cancel, this is going to yeah. kill us. So without knowing for sure when it's going to come in, I can understand why people do that. You know, when you got companies like, you know, not to sound bad, the bigger companies like Spartan and those, their medals and their shirts, they're not race specific. So, yeah. I mean, they can, yeah. they can order a bunch and, you know, play the, play the gamble where smaller companies, it's going to be tougher to do. So, you know, and it's one of those things I think I'm hoping Hawaii, cause I talked to, uh, I have a group over there, uh, Ohio, Ohana Spartan, or what is it? Hawaii Spartan Ohana or something like that, or Ohana Spartan, whatever, something, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a group. I can never say it right. I can never say that say it in the correct order. I always get corrected. And now I get, I worry every time I say it, but it's a group that I run with when I'm over in, in Hawaii and uh, they're amazing. And I, I have a few friends on there that I talk to quite a bit that we've been talking about what's happening in Hawaii and what are their thoughts on when it's, if it's going to happen or not. And right now they still have the 14 day quarantine, but they're starting to raise, yeah. uh, you know, get rid of a lot of the other limitations. So it's sounding like yeah. there's a chance that, you know, Hawaii will still happen. So, and I know Spartan, they'll, they'll plan on it. And basically until like the venue says, you know, they'll plan on doing it. Cause that was what they did. The, the hurricane, the year of the hurricane, they planned say, on it. Yeah, and, there was a hurricane. Yep. I was there for that. I missed the races that year. I was there for the, there for the hurricane. Cause by the time we landed, cause we went a week early, we landed and then yeah. they still hadn't announced that the races were canceled. So we were there for two days and then they're like, Oh, races are canceled. It's like, well, we're already here. So. And it was, I, I live in Washington. So, I mean, everyone's yeah. like, how bad is it? The hurricane, everything like that. And I'm like, it's like a Tuesday in Washington. There's nothing bad going on. Here. <laughs> That's like awesome. This, this I remember that year because yeah. the, it was the Hawaii weekend was the same weekend as West Virginia. Yep. And I remember, cause I was, I was at the airport. I just gotten into West Virginia for the North American championship. And like all these people were, were piling in that were flying in from Hawaii that last minute were like, we're just going to go to West Virginia so we can still race, you know? And yeah. they were, they were talking about the hurricane and everything that was going on. And I, I totally forgot about that, but that was, yeah, that was a crazy weekend. It was, and that did happen. A lot of people ended up just, you know, they, they changed their plans. And instead of flying to Hawaii, they went to West Virginia, which, you know, I'm like, I'm already in Hawaii. It's gorgeous here. So I guess I don't get a race, but I still get the gorgeousness of Hawaii. And I ended up with, because the races were canceled, they gave us back those three races. And then for anybody that was on the island, they had a, like a, a party with Spartan because they already had all their people there. They had a, a Spartan party at a bar. And anyone who showed up, they gave trifecta passes to. So I ended up getting three, or basically my three races back plus an extra three for the next year. So, oh, yeah. wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then I went last year and I did the full trifecta in a weekend. So, 
spot. In Hawaii. Yep. And that hurt a lot. <laughs> I was, I was not in any position. I was not physically ready for it. I should not have done it, but I did it anyway. And it, it hurt a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only time I've done like a weekend trifecta was last year in West Virginia. And I wasn't sure how it's going to hold up because I mean, I've, I've obviously done like all the, the distances before, but not back to back. And so yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. Why not? I'm here anyway. And so, I mean, I completed my trifecta that weekend, but by the time I was done, I was just like dripping blood from like, yep. there's so many thorns and like stuff out in those woods. It's crazy. I remember looking down and like seeing like just blood, like running down my legs and like, where am I even bleeding from at this point? Like, it's crazy. And like, I was like picking thorns out and like, I, it was just a mess. I, I was just smothered in mud and i think i slept like a whole like four hours that weekend because i was in so much pain like i couldn't even sleep yeah and that was my mistake in hawaii i went there and one of the problems i had was because as soon as i get to hawaii the first thing i do is i kick my shoes off and i'm barefoot forever yeah um, i don't put shoes on unless i have to and i did it for a week and then all of a sudden race weekend, race morning comes, I grab my race shoes, go out there to put them on. Well, my foot, feet had swollen because I hadn't worn shoes in a week. So my race shoes didn't fit. Yeah. So oh, I had wow. to like, it looked like sausages that were shoved into a, you know, a too small of a, a package. So it didn't, by the time I finished the race, I had blisters and bleeding because, you know, that beast, because my shoes didn't fit right. So the next morning, I, oh I, have two, I have two pairs of race shoes, and the second pair is actually bigger in case I do swell, you know, from the first yeah. race, in case my feet swell, and I need another pair the next day. Well, yeah, I went to put those on, and my feet were still too swollen to even put those on. And my wife spent oh my like an hour, an hour wrapping my feet after, you know, the beast so that yeah. I could go back and do the super and the sprint the next morning. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to wear my normal tennis shoes. Because I had a pair of like sketchers that were, you know, too, you know, comfortable fit. So I'm like, okay, well, the, my feet are going to fit in those. I'm going to have no traction, but whatever. And so I went for it on those and it just, oh yeah, my feet were destroyed by the end of the weekend. So, oh my God. so that's, that's yeah. That is like how my hands were. So it's like, it basically really kind of gives you an idea though. It's like, okay, well I finished, but next year I need to plan a little better on the foot issue. So <laughs> seriously yeah. oh my gosh that 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 had to be painful <laughs> it was but it was i had it was my fourth year in hawaii and i never finished yeah. the trifecta because something had stopped to me every year the first year i had yeah. a broken foot before i got there so my foot was in a boot and i just did not move quick enough the second year yeah. i tore my feet up that year too but i decided not to do the sprint because the very next weekend i was supposed to do the sprint in washougal with my kid so I'm like, I don't want to yeah. destroy my feet to get this and not be able to race with my kid next weekend. And then the third year was a hurricane. And then finally the fourth year, I fourth year I finished. So, and this year was supposed to be a year of going back and like finishing without dying. You know, it was supposed to be like, I'm going to do it. And it's not going to be like, I just finished. I actually want to, you know, really be able to do it without, you know, destroying my body. So, yeah. Oh my, that's just crazy. It's like every year something happens with your feet. Yeah. Well, and then that's it. Yeah. Cause I mean, and that's been one of my, my big excuses for a long time. And it sounds bad to say it as an excuse, but I shattered my left foot four years ago. Um, 
And so it's been tough coming back from that. And that's been my excuse why I can't run, why I can't do everything. Well, my foot, my foot, my foot. And it's like, well, my foot's never going to get better if I don't freaking drop the weight and do everything else. So it's time to stop using that as an excuse and just go. So, and that's kind of my, yeah. been this year was my year of, you know, like I said, no excuses. And I threw this huge COVID-19 in my face and said, here's your excuse. And I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm not taking it. <laughs> that's so, awesome though. That's, that's yeah. so cool. You know, it you know, just goes, I, remember- I mean, you know, it's like you, like just, you know, no excuse. I mean, you're still running every weekend. You're just, instead of running against other people, you're running against yourself. And I mean, it's just, we, we find new ways to do stuff, even though there's this huge thing in front of us. Yeah. And like you said, it's so much mental health. Like it, it really keeps you in, you know, that positive state of mind. Like for me, running is just such a relief. Like if I don't run or do something physical, like I get grouchy. Like I get, it's bad. I have to do something, you know, active, like, or else I'm not going to be speaking to like anyone for days. Like you don't want to come near me. So yeah, I've, I've been trying to, you know, at least do a little something, run, lift weights, whatever, every single day. So it's, it's kept me sane and it's kept everyone around me from, you know, being (laughs) (laughs) my wrath. From dealing with my, yeah. my grouchy rat. Yeah. And I mean, I, I totally agree. Cause I, I've had the same, I've really noticed um, now that I've gotten back into running, you know, really, you know, working out every day, doing something, moving constantly. My, my attitude has gotten a hundred times better than what it was, you know, yeah. six months ago. So, uh, you know, I've, I've changed a few other things in my life too, but I mean, most of it was just getting active again, you know, and working out. And I, I want to get back to that point of being able to run. Cause I missed the runner's high. That's what I haven't been able to get back to yet is being able to run enough and hard enough to get the back to that runner's high, but I'll get there. Yes, exactly. I will. I just keep getting better every, every day. So, and that's it. You know, like, like we said, it's just, you keep bettering yourself, even if you don't make your goals, as long as you were better than you were, you know, two months ago or two, last week, you're doing something. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that, that's the best way to do it, you know, to, to stay on your path to achieve your ultimate goal for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. And I mean, you know, it's the one thing I think people have to think about too, is your goals can change. You know, a lot of people get so stuck on one goal. It's like, okay, you know, I'm just going to keep doing this. Or like you, your goal was to be the, get into the OCR, you know, world champions championships. And it's like, okay, I got invited, you know, and now what? So you, you adjusted your goal. It's like, okay, now my goal, since I accomplished this, I'm going to keep doing this. And it's too many times you see someone who has a goal, they hit it. And then it's like, okay, I'm done. I crossed the finish line. My goal's hit, hit. Yeah. And then they stop doing everything. So it's really nice to see somebody who like, oh, I hit my goal. Now let's set a new one, you know, and that's part of exactly. getting better every day. Yeah. I mean, to me, life is too short to, you know, once you achieve your goal, that's it, you know, just, all right, well, I'm going back to, you know, my nine to five, you know, just living life. I mean, if, if yeah. I don't have a goal, if I don't have something to work towards, like to me, like, what's the point? Like, I'm just, going through the motions i'm just living life with no purpose and you know that's i mean that's my my personal feelings on the subject i mean if you're you know happy you know living life that's that's great but for me i i need that goal i need something to you know work towards every single day to just put my blood sweat and tears into like that's just 
how I've always been. Like I have, I have to have something to focus on that literally takes everything out of me. Oh, and I agree. And, and I think one of the things is, is, you know, and I've made this mistake, you know, is make sure those goals are for you and not for somebody else. Yeah. You know, if, you're, if you're looking at goals that you want to hit for a, another person or another group or anything else, you're not going to hit them because it's not, yeah. then it's work. It's, it's not really, it's not what you about you and it's not to make you happy. So once you stop trying to make your goals for other people, and for like anyone else, then all of a sudden it changes your whole attitude. And that was me. Once I made my goals for me, all of a sudden everything changed. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I've been there. You know, if to me, it's like, you're, like you said, you're trying to, you're doing it for someone else. You're trying to, you know, please them, but your heart's not really in it. And it's, yeah. it's hard to, you know, to do something, you know, something that takes up your your time and, you know, your, your mental and physical, you know, abilities and just put all this effort into it. And it's not even something you really want to do. Yeah. And it's always, you know, someone else. And, you know, you're at that point, you're more worried about their, their judgment of it, or I guess not judgment, but their you know, getting something from them saying, Hey, great job, you know, or this is good or, you know, whatever. And it's not about you. And it's so much better to care what you think and make yourself happy. So yeah, no, it's awesome. It's amazing. So what are your, what are your plans now that this is all going on? I mean, I know if this, if this lifts in, you know, the next couple of months, what are your plans from there? I am going to go back to racing um i have a few races scheduled that have not been canceled i'm hoping that they will still be on um it's literally as soon as we're allowed to race again i i'm out the door i will i'm ready you know my training has been on point i haven't you know stopped giving it you know 100 percent is you know with what i have available to me so i i'm just going to go back to racing as if, you know, nothing had changed and hopefully I can, you know, find another major race to focus on. Um, the world championship, uh, the exterior world championship is in December. So, um, if that doesn't get canceled, I'm going to focus on training for that. And there is one race that I'm waiting to hear back on, um, that they, they closed registration for, but, I'm registered. It's the um, the USA Track and Field Mountain National Championships, and it is the qualifying race to um, get on their mountain running team. So I, oh. I have that in Oregon in August. If that's still if that's still on. Well, hopefully it is. I mean, that sounds like a pretty amazing amazing one to 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 do. So it's it's an <laughs> it's a very challenging race. It's a race that I haven't done a race like this before it's an all incline race um you oh it's about eight miles and it's um it's at mount hood and you're just straight up the whole time and so i (laughs) the elevation is insane um there's i mean the mountains around here are great but training for that is it's just a whole nother level i that is like a test like none other so i'm looking forward to that and um, the race that I was actually going to do to prepare for that race was um, the Red Bull 400. So that, I believe, has been amazing. canceled. But, 
yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping to do another Red Bull later in the year. So we'll see. That's awesome. You know, some you know that is the hardest part right now about planning is you don't know, you know, what what races are going to happen and what aren't, you know, where I'm hoping, like yeah. I said, August, um, hopefully they have the, the Portland Spartan race, you know, in August, which is usually, you know, one kind of my, one of my homecoming races, Montana is my real, that's my first Spartan race I ever did was Montana, but that's our, that was in May. So that was canceled, you know, so hopefully the, the Portland race happens in August and then, you know, Hawaii and then, uh, Seattle. So those are kind of the ones I'm hoping happen. And it's going to be interesting though, because I think Seattle is only like either two or three weeks after Hawaii. And Seattle is going to end up being a trifecta weekend. So I may do a trifecta weekend in Hawaii and then two, and then two or three weeks later, I end up doing another one in Seattle. Well, because Seattle was supposed to have the super in the sprint in April that got canceled. So they just moved the super to September and now it's a trifecta weekend. Yes. I I can't keep track of like all the races that have been you know canceled, postponed, rescheduled. I'm like I don't know yeah. if this race is still on. I don't know when it is. It's like and that has been tough. everything's up in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I know I was supposed to do a marathon next month that was a, a trail. And it's, it's an all, actually, it's the opposite of what you were going to do. This is a downhill. You start at Snoqualmie Pass here in Washington yeah. and run all the way down the hill, 26 miles. So oh straight down the oh, pass. Wow. So, and it's, but I mean, it's just enough of an incline that it doesn't destroy your knees, but it's still, you know, a decline that you don't destroy your knees, but it's pretty interesting. I did it last year. So it was this was supposed to be the year to see if I could improve my time and do better. And then all of a sudden it got canceled. I think we might, I know the trail. So I think me and my buddy might go do it anyway, but. <laughs> that's, I've never done a downhill race. That sounds painful, honestly. Like I would much rather like be hiking straight up a mountain than running downhill. I feel like my shins would hate me. It was one of those things. I thought the same because I have knee issues. Um, from injuries when I was younger and I was really worried about it. Cause I'm like going downhill kills my knees. Um, yeah. and obviously, and uh, fortunately it wasn't that steep of a downhill. So I never really had the pain in my knees that I was expecting. So it actually it's downhill, but it's not, it's enough of a downhill. You can tell you're going downhill, but you don't feel like you're running straight downhill. Like, you know, it's, it's not bad. It wasn't bad for 26 miles. So, and it's actually considered, they use it a lot of people in this area. It usually sells out pretty quickly because it's a Boston marathon qualifier. So people oh, nice. use that because you can, it's usually most people will PR on that race. If they've never done it before and all they've done is normal marathons, they'll PR on that one because it's basically the downhill gives you that little bit of an advantage. So that sounds really yeah. cool. Yeah. So they do it. It's three times a year. They do it here. Normally we do it in June, but right now that one's been canceled. I'm hoping the September one will still be good, but that one's kind of questionable because that's going to be like, it would end up being, Hawaii, like two weeks later, Seattle. And then a week after that, I think would end up being the, the marathon. So I'm kind of like, I'm not sure if I want to put my body through that much, you know, I probably will, but you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to sound logical and saying, I don't think I should, but I'm probably going to do it anyway. But <laughs> so hopefully I'll be, um, I'll be in better shape by then. So I'm trying to get, you know, 
keep my goal at 10 pounds a month, which I've been hitting every month for the last four months. So if I could keep hitting that 10 pounds a month, I'll be down to about 220 at that point. So, which is, you know, 60 pounds. That's so that exciting. should make, should make a huge difference. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm sure you're going to feel the benefits of that for sure. Like that's, Oh, I already am. Yeah. I'm already feeling just from what I've already lost. I'm feeling, you know, amazing. My, my knees feel better. You know, I'm almost to a point. I, you know, I've, I know it's not that fast, but I was finally for the first time in, you know, 10 years able to do sub 15 miles for consecutively. I would kept it up for four miles doing, you know, sub 15 miles, which like I said, I know it's not that fast, but for me, that's an improvement. It's been, you know, probably 10 years since I've been able to do that. So, you know, I want to push harder and get farther, but I don't at the same time, you know, I'm trying to watch my foot and my knees to make sure I don't end up doing damage. Cause that's what, that's what took me out last time. So 10 years ago, I was running every day, doing great, dropped down about 190, and then I blew one of my knees. So it's kind of like, you know, watching that and pulling my knee was my own fault because I heard it in a race and then decided yeah. to do another race two weeks later when I should have let my knee heal and I didn't. And by doing the, the next race, I ended up doing more damage and just shutting myself, you know, making it so I couldn't run for almost a year. So it was kind of, oh yeah. So it's one of those, it's, I, I have to watch that, you know, that's kind of, you know, like I said earlier, I've done a lot of damage to my body over the years. So me getting to a point where I could be, an Olympic runner is probably is not in my future, but to be able to be a runner, I want to get back to at least that. So, but I, you know, it's one of those watching the injuries and making sure that I'm not impacting and, you know, compounding an already existing injury. So, you know, if I do start to feel the pain or an injury, I, I've been very good about backing off and changing my workout so that I'm not pushing that part of my body for a couple of weeks or something. So yeah, finding I mean, new ways to do it and keep moving. That's exciting though. I mean, you're like achieving so many like little goals. It's, I mean, that's got to feel amazing. Oh, it does. It, it does. It, it feels amazing. I mean, I never felt this good about my, my workouts and my exercise and fitness. And like I said, probably 10 years. So, um, I was doing okay about four or five years ago before I broke my foot, but the, nothing like I was 10 years ago where I, I did, basically was, I dropped 80 pounds in less than a year. And I'm trying to actually better that this time. <laughs> That's so yeah. exciting. I mean, it's cool to think about, you know, all the things that are going to come with that. You know, you're going to be able to, to run more. You're going to be able to run faster. You're going to be able to, you know, do all these things that you've been looking forward to doing. It's so cool. It is. And it, it, it is. It's one of those things. That, I mean, I love OCR racing and, you know, running and everything else, which like you, I'm the same as you. I, if you would have told me that when I was a kid, I would have told you you're out your mind. So I played <laughs> baseball because I didn't want to run more than 90 feet at a time. You know, the only time I ever have to run farther than 90 feet is if I hit a double. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it was, you know, that was my, you know, people like, oh, go play soccer. I'm like, you want me to go run around the field for an hour? You're out your mind. I ain't doing that. But then, you know, as I got older, you know, running became something I actually enjoyed. I'm like, oh, this isn't as bad as, it, you know, I thought it was, you know, I, I don't need a bike to go, you know, a mile. So it's things change as you get older. So, I mean, now I, I do love the running and I want to get back to that, you know, that feeling. And like I said, the runner's high. I miss that. You know, I always thought it was something that people would talk about. And I'm like, that that's a, not a thing. 
it's really not. And then I would go, I finally hit like when I was 10, 12 years ago when I was running every day and finally hit that point where I was doing sub 10, you know, minute miles and, you know, all of that. And all of a sudden it just, you know, it hit one day and I was like, wow, okay, now I get it, <laughs> you know, and that's what I want to get back to. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I remember like in school, you could not get me to run like even half a mile. Like if it involved yeah. running, I was like, I'm not doing it. No, I, I'm not, I'm not sweating. You no. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. like, I was the complete opposite of what I am now. And to, to look back on that, I'm just like, you know, I, I wish I would have gotten into, you know, something like track and field sooner, but you know, it's, it is what it is. I'm happy I did it all. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's it. I mean, we can't change our past. It's one of those things one of my one of my friends Jesse always says is his favorite saying is always forward. And that's one of the things I've really tried to, you know, follow as I've, you know, the last couple of years is in my brain it's it's always forward. I mean, no matter what you do, you're starting from now. You know, you can't change what happened. 30 seconds ago, but you can change what happens in 30 seconds from now. So it's kind of, you know, always when you start something, you're starting from right now. And that's like the hardest thing to remember is, you know, I kept looking back. Well, four years ago, I was doing this. 10 years ago, I was doing this. Why can't I do that now? Why can't? And then finally, I'm like, what I did then doesn't matter. All I can change is what happens from here on. So we're starting with right now is the beginning. And then we're moving forward. And that's what you just, that's been my, my philosophy, always forward. And we start from now. So Exactly. I definitely agree with you on that. You know, you can't change the past. You just got to keep moving forward and, you know, focus on, you know, how can I better my future? What can I do in the present to get to where I want to be, you know, a year from now, five years from now, you know, next week. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And then that's the best way to do it. So it's, you know, just get better. And I mean, it's one of those things you're a parent, you know, and that's one of the big things, too, is, you know, give your kids something to look, to, look up to. You know, give your kids a role model that isn't seen on TV, a role model that's not, you know, that they can look up to and see every day. And that's kind of been one of the things that I've tried for the last couple of years, just to make sure that, you know, I'm being someone that my children would look up to. So, and that's, you know, that's what you got to kind of do. I agree with that. Yeah. My, ever since I, you know, had my son, like my attitude, my outlook on life and, you know, everything completely changed you know now i just i want to be the best version of myself you know obviously for me but for him so that you know he sees that you know anything is possible you know you can do literally anything you set your mind to and yes. you know if you if the world wants you to do something and you don't want to do it you don't have to you know you can completely go against what you know your friends your family you know thinks that that's for you and mm -hmm. you know you can pursue your dreams and you know you can prove people wrong you know you can prove all the people wrong that don't think that you can ever achieve these unrealistic goals so oh yeah yeah i know i agree so yeah you, you just got to do be the best person version of you that you can be and that's and i think that's where a lot of people make mistakes is like you said it's like being the best version of you 
Um, so many people try to be, I want to be like, I want to be like, you know, somebody else. It's like, you know, I want to be like Mike, or I want to be like John. I want to be like Ashley. And it's like, no, why don't you just be you and be the best version yeah. of you? And that's, I think the hardest sometimes, because I got a lot of friends that, you know, we'll do things together. Like we're doing a diet bet, you know, in one of the, the groups that I'm in, you know, to help everyone keep motivated and stuff like that and we've been talking about a few other things of you know ways to help people keep motivated and everybody always turns it into a contest well you know i'm at 85 percent. how where are you at and i'm like it's this, this shouldn't be about where i'm at this is about where you know you bettering you you know it's not about yeah. you know me you know i've got another friend we're doing a thing and it's something i've thought about doing we have like a group of us that are, all have an excel spreadsheet and we had a goal of 50 miles this month um, you know, and every day we put in how many miles we hit and everything like that. And my one friend's like, I'm never going to catch up to you. And like, that's not the point. The point is to do with the best that you can, you know, not, you know, try and beat me. You know, I mean, she's like, we're the, the month's half over and you're already past 50. And I'm like, yeah, cause I'm actually going for a hundred. I wasn't, you know, <laughs> the goal for everybody was 50, but my goal personally was a hundred. So, I mean, that's kind of, you know, don't compare yourself to me, compare yourself to you. Are you doing better than you were last month? Well, yeah, then you're fine. You're doing great, you know? And I think there's too much comparing us to each other. So, and that's what I, you know, love about your story and everything you did. It was, you know, you had the races where, you know, really, I mean, in the races, you are comparing against other people because that's the point. You want to, you know, be better than everyone or as good as, but then you're like, okay, no more races. And you're like, cool, well, I'm going to compare myself to myself. And just give myself goals. I'm going to, you know, you know, I need to do this amount of mileage in this much time. And, you know, that's just better yourself. You know, if you better yourself, you're going to get better than, than others because you're, you're not going to be disappointed if you don't, you know, as long as you're doing better, eventually you will get better. So, yeah. Exactly. You know, I, I think it's amazing because, you know, I'm not, I don't have to, to, to constantly focus on other people and, you know, creep on like through social media like oh my goodness what's this person doing you know how many yep. hours are they running or what are they doing for training like you know i see so many of my friends you know that do stuff like that where like oh i want to be like this person you know they're my role model they're my idol so i i need to do this many miles or i need to work out this much and you know it's great that you have a role model like i think that's amazing but yes. to compare yourself to them and think that you have to be exactly like them i mean that's it's not, it's not realistic in my opinion. I, I think you need to find what works for you. Use them as inspiration, but you know, you gotta, you gotta fine tune, you know, programming and diet and all that stuff for you. Not, not so that you can be like them, but so that you can, you know, be like you, you, you need to be the best version of you. You don't need to be a copy of someone else. Yeah, no, and that's it. And there's too many people that try to be that that copy. And it's like, no, just, you know, yeah. be the best you can, you know. And if you like you said, if you use someone as a role model, you know, that's great. But don't try to be them. Just, you know, hey, this person, yeah. I like the way they do this. It's like one of those things I talk to a lot of friends and we come up with ideas on how to do better workouts, you know, and stuff like that. But it's not like, you know, here's an idea I use. If you want to use it, go for it. And then they're like, Oh, cool. But I see yeah, a lot of people trying the, Oh, this guy did this workout or this diet. And now they're doing amazing. And it's like, yeah, but that diet may not work for you. Your body's different and you move different and you're doing different workouts. It's like, yeah, he did that diet and lost a bunch of weight, but he also added on like six days, 
you know, with three hours a day at the gym, you know? So if you're just doing that diet, you're not going to catch up to them unless you do the, you know, you know, other things. And that's where I think a lot of people miss is they don't see, you know, social media, everything like that. It's the best part of you. You're putting out there what you want people to see. So, and that's yeah. where I think a lot of people get lost. With, you know? True. Yeah. Well, people be like, oh, look at this diet that I lost 60 pounds on. It's like, cool. You lost 60 pounds on that diet, but then you talk to them like in person. They're like, oh yeah, well, I did that diet. Plus, you know, like I said, I went to the gym six, six days a week for three hours a day. Well, okay. The diet and the, probably the workout combined made you lose 60 pounds. Not that, you know, just the diet itself. So it's, you know, like I said, it's people see on Facebook, we put out there what we want people to see. So that is very kinda, true. yeah. So you have to, you have to focus on yourself and what's best for you. So, you know, I get a lot of people like how are you losing the weight? I'm like, work out every day. And I did change my diet, but you know, it's not a keto diet. It's nothing like that. I actually use weight watchers where I just count my points, but it's working. So, but it's working because I also have the, the working out along with it. So it's a combination. Yeah. I, I think that I don't, I'm not sure why it's hard for people to understand, but I feel like people don't, people have a hard time realizing that, you know, diet and exercise and, you know, training and all that, it's, it's so individual. I mean, yes. yes, like you said, you know, that diet may have helped, you know, you lose weight, but do we, if, if someone else, you know, does exactly what you did, there's no guarantee they will get the exact results. Like it doesn't work no, that way. And like, it's just, and, I see so many people, you know, following, you know, celebrity diets or workouts and it's like, you know, that's great. I, you know, I'm all for you, you know, improving and bettering yourself. And I think that's amazing, but you know, I hate to see people get their whole stuff and then let down because, you know, they followed someone else's routine and it didn't give them the same results. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, most of us who go to, you know, personal trainers and stuff like that, the reason why we go to a personal trainer is because that personal trainer is going to look at our body type our movement type injuries that we've had over the time everything else and going to factor all that in and go okay this is what you should be doing to get to where you want to go you know because all of us have different different things i want to drop weight where somebody else my size might want to get you know lift weights and get you know more muscular i kind of maybe at some point might want to do that but i want to lose the weight first so i have a personal trainer um my, my a good friend of the, the show, uh, Elise, who is my personal trainer. And she basically, you know, she knows my limitations. She knows I, I, I did hurt my knee about a month and a half ago. Um, and she's been working with me to make sure one, she keeps yelling at me because she keeps telling me I'm overdoing it with my knee. I'm going to do more damage if I don't knock it off. But, um, <laughs> but she gives me workouts and stretches that are good for my knee and keeps me going, you know, and, and she helps keep me balanced so that I'm doing the workouts that I should be doing, you know, getting on me when I start pushing it too hard, like, Hey, you're going to push your knee to a point you're going to hurt it. And then we're going to be have a setback and she's pushing me because she knows my goal is to do a full marathon again in, in December and to do it, you know, I, I want to drop, you know, cause when I, the last one I did, I actually, I did in eight hours, which I know is a long time, but I was 285 pounds. <laughs> my goal is to be under six in December. So, I mean, I want to shave, you know, in a year and a half, two hours off my, my marathon time. So 
I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. That's amazing. And that's what I want to go for is, you know, to drop down to six hours. And it's like, you know, one of those things is at least is helping me, you know, keep in my brain how to do that correctly, where I'm not going to hurt myself. Because if I, if I do another damage, do more damage to my knee and damage my knee and I can't train that everything's out the window. So it's kind of one of those, I need to keep on focus. And that's why, that's why you get a personal trainer because a personal trainer knows you and knows your, what your goals are and how to get you there. And if I was to use, you know, P90X or Beachbody or any of those, they're great. They help you out. They're good cardio sessions, but they're not going to get you to where you want to be specifically because they're specifically designed for the general public, not you as an individual. True. Exactly right. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> oh, so we've been, we're, we're about at the hour mark. I think actually a little bit over where Don likes me to stay at. Um, is there anything you want to say to the listeners in closing? This has been a great conversation, by the way. I feel like I could talk to you for another hour, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What do I want to say to the listeners? I think the most important thing for people at this time with everything going on is to stay true to yourself. And yes. don't worry about anyone or anything else right now. You know, you do what's best for you. You do what you know you need to do for your mental and physical health. You, you know, don't, don't worry about what everyone else is doing. This is, this time is stressful enough as it is. And I just, you know, I encourage people to, to be active if, if they're able, I encourage you to, you know, just live life on your terms to the best of your ability. I agree. I love it. Nope. Thank you, Ashley. This has been amazing. Um, we would definitely be reaching out to you again. Um, hopefully after this is all lifted and, you know, talk to you about, yeah. you know, what you've been able to do once you start racing again. So, cause I have a feeling that yours, awesome. your name is going to be one that we're going to hear. So. Well, I hope so. I, I cannot wait to get back to business and competing against real life people again. All right. Well, like I said, thank you for talking to us. This has been amazing. And I can't wait to hear your name, you know, out there as you, as you do amazing things. Well, thank you for having me. And I have had a ton of fun talking to you this evening. All right. And like I said, we will definitely have you on again. So thank you. And I will talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook, like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.